This is the Hoove It or Lose It podcast, hosted by Pastor Andy Hoover. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Hoove It or Lose It podcast. I am your host, Andy Hoover. Uh, I want to kick off in this episode uh, a new teaching series entitled Major in the Minors, which centers around several books of the Bible that chances are, uh, if we're honest, we may not frequent uh, usually, when we make an effort to get into God's Word, we uh, will perhaps start in Genesis uh, in an effort to uh, read through the entirety of the Bible. I'm sure we've all made that commitment on more than one occasion. Or maybe we jump up to the New Testament and tackle Matthew or one of the Pauline epistles or somewhere in the New Testament. But uh, usually, when we make it to the books that I want to talk about uh, beginning tonight, uh, if we're honest, we skip over them. Right or or we or we just kind of gloss over them or we read them quickly and we don't really comprehend them we don't really know what they're talking about because to be honest they're difficult to understand they take some study they take some commitment to really unpacking uh, what God's word says now, if you can remember back to your school days uh, or perhaps even in your current uh, career uh, when you're assigned a task or a project that you don't get. Right, you don't understand the expectations. You don't understand exactly what you're supposed to be doing. It's difficult when we don't understand. I mean, you've been there, right? We just want to throw in the towel. We just kind of want to stop caring. We just want to be done with the uh, what we perceive as the difficult to understand portion of things, so that we can move on to something that you know, something we get, something that that is that you know drives us or motivates us. And so we get to these passages of God's Word that we're going to talk about beginning tonight, um, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they don't motivate us. They're, they're not the, uh, what we perceive as the exciting part of Scripture. Well, let me begin tonight by explaining a little bit about uh, the prophets that we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to start tonight by talking about Joel. Joel is one of the minor prophets. Uh, the way that God's Word is kind of divided up, there are 12 minor prophets and five major prophets. Uh, major and minor uh, delineations there really, uh, if you study it, only having really anything to do with the length of the books. Minor prophets are shorter. Uh, some are just as small as just you know 20 or so verses. And uh, the major prophets, you know, Jeremiah, Isaiah, etc., uh, they are much, much longer, 40, 50 chapters. Um, so that's really the only delineation. Uh, but tonight I want to talk just for a little bit about the book of Joel. Uh, it's what's known as a minor prophet. Minor, again, only because of its uh, relatively, comparatively short length. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you've studied Scripture really at any level, or, or maybe you haven't, let me just let you in on this. A prophet, uh, as Joel was uh, noted to be, uh, a prophet was really just someone that was the mouthpiece to God, right? You know, God says, hey, tell the people this, and the prophet tells the people. Sometimes the message is encouraging, sometimes it's not so encouraging, uh, kind of fell into one of two categories there. Uh, Joel's message was not so encouraging. Uh, it was not uh, so encouraging because the people of Judah were kind of a mess. That's who he was prophesying to, the people of Judah. Uh, Joel's whole purpose for sharing was to inspire the people of Judah uh, to turn back to God, right? Uh, so there's this key passage in chapter 2 of Joel that I want to share from uh, in this first episode because it, I think it paints uh, a really clear picture uh, of two things. One, what was happening in the actual passage to the people of Judah. And two, it gives what I believe is a really good model uh, for what you and I should also be doing. And can I just 
you know, uh, rabbit trail just for a minute. That is why we study the word, right? I mean, that's why we study God's word, uh, because, uh, you know, not just to discover what it says, but how it applies to our lives. Uh, otherwise, uh, we're hearers of the word, but not doers of the word, as James warns us about. So uh, one, we're going to discover a little bit about what the actual passage of Joel says uh, to the, and what Joel says to the people of Judah. And two, we're going to try to draw out from that uh, in just a few minutes here uh, what you and I should be doing uh, in our 2019 culture as a result of studying this passage. So this is what it says in Joel chapter 2. If you have a Bible, you can pull it out, follow along with me, uh, or just listen along here. It says in Joel chapter 2, beginning in verse 12, it says, Yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all of your heart, and with fasting, weeping, and mourning, and rend your heart and not your garments. Now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness, and relenting of evil. Now before we get into this, uh, let me tell you very quickly, just to give you some background, who the people of Judah were in the first place. If you think all the way back to the very beginning of the book of Genesis, uh, names like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of uh, uh, Abraham. And Abraham had 12 sons that eventually developed and uh, through through uh, many generations developed into the 12 individual tribes of Israel, right? Over the course of uh, many years, right, multiple generations, uh, they're developed uh, for our purposes here in this episode, uh, what we'll call fam family drama, right? Uh, we, we, we can all probably identify with some family drama, but the result of this family drama was that two of the 12 tribes, Judah and Benjamin, moved to the south or became what's known as the southern kingdom and came to be known as the people of Judah, while the other 10 tribes of Reuben, Simeon, Manasseh, Issachar, Zebulon, Ephraim, Dan, Asher, Naphtali, and Gad, right, moved to the north and became what's known as the northern kingdom, uh, also known as Israel. So the prophet Joel is talking to the people of Judah or the people of the southern kingdom uh, made up of people from the tribes of Judah and Benjamin. And uh, God is using Joel to help guide the people back to right living, which leads us to Joel chapter 2, verse 12, where God says, Return to me with all of your heart, and with fasting, weeping, and mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Now, rend, uh, if you're familiar with this uh, word, uh, we probably don't use that word very often in our society today, but it's just another word for tear, right? So you could also read the passage as return to me with all of your heart and with fasting, weeping, and mourning and tear your heart, <clears throat> not your garments, right? You know, so uh, why in the world would people be tearing their garments? And well, in the Old Testament time, uh, people tore their garments because it was a sign uh, that they were mourning or they had experienced loss or some sort of grief, uh, which leads us to the question, why were they grieving? What happened to the people of Judah. The people of Judah had gotten off track uh, spiritually. And as a result, God had removed his blessing from them. Chapter 1 uh, of Joel, verse 4, says, What the gnawing locust has left, the swarming locust has eaten. And what the swarming locust has left, the creeping locust has eaten. And what the creeping locust has left, the stripping locust has eaten. Uh, 
uh, <clears throat> very interesting passage. Uh, you know, we, we read a passage like that, and this is a, a really great example, I think, of when we come to passages like this in God's Word, uh, we read it and we're like, what the heck? You know, what does that even mean? Uh, and we kind of begin to think, is this some sort of, you know, revelation-like symbolism? Uh, what do the locusts symbolize? And, you know, what's, what's he really talking about here? Well, if you peel back the layers, you discover, uh, lo and behold, that Joel is talking about actual locusts, right? Actual locusts came and ate all of their crops. God was basically saying to the people of uh, Judah, hey, if you're going to continue to not live in a God-honoring way, then I'm going to remove my blessing from your life. And God chose to use an army of locusts, right, to help demonstrate his point. So back to my two points uh, at the beginning here. One, what was actually happening in this passage, the people of Judah had walked away from God, and as a result... They lost the blessing of God, and when you lose the blessing of God, well, things get bad, right? People start to freak out. People start crying and grieving and wondering why things are so bad. And two, uh, my second point, the second thing I said was that this passage gives us what I believe is a pretty good model of what we're supposed to be doing. So let me read this passage one more time in light of answering the question, the second part of this, what is the model that you and I are supposed to be following? Listen to these words again uh, in the context of that question. Yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all of your heart and with fasting and weeping and mourning and rend your heart and not your garments. Now return to the Lord your God for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness and relenting of evil. So here's my question to you as we kind of tackle this first episode of this major in the minors, uh, minor prophets, major in the minors series. What are the locusts eating in your life, right? And what I mean by that is that for the people of Judah, it was literally a swarm of locusts eating their crops, right? Their crops were their livelihood. They depended on the crops to survive. They spent all of their time, uh, you know, developing and cultivating the crops. Uh, the problem with the people of Judah, though, is that they failed to make the connection between the destruction of their crops and the way they were living. So God used the prophet Joel to help them make that connection. So as we think about our lives for a minute, you know, how are your relationships with those around you, right? How are these, what, what for our purposes in this episode, we'll call our, our horizontal relationships. How's our relationship with our spouse or our kids or our friends or our coworkers, right? You know, how is your internal uh, thought life? Are you always critical of the people around you, right? Do you feel like you're always fighting this uphill battle just to make it through life without murdering somebody, right? You know, allow me to make the connection for you that if it feels like everything around you, what we're going to call these horizontal relationships, if everything around you in these hor horizontal relationships is being destroyed, maybe God is trying to get your attention, right? Um, maybe he's calling you to return, as Joel talks about, to him with all of your heart and with fasting and weeping and mourning and tear your heart and not your garments, right? Now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness and relenting of evil. If I could just give you a, a, a you know just a bit of encouragement in this first episode as we look at the prophet Joel is to really examine what I referred to a minute ago about those 
those horizontal relationships. If all of these relationships in our lives are falling apart and our internal thought life is a mess and all of this garbage is going on in our lives, often what's a mess around us in this, you know, a mess in these horizontal relationships is connected to the vertical, what we'll call the vertical relationship, our relationship with God. And I think Joel gives us a powerful model uh, in how he challenges the people of Judah. So be encouraged. Uh, keep moving forward in your relationship with Christ. And uh, if you um, like what you hear here, uh, I encourage you to share it, uh, rate and review it for sure on iTunes, and uh, share the content, subscribe to the blog. You can find out more information, some more great resources over at whovitorloseit.com. That's uh, whovitorloseit.com. encourage you to check that out. Be encouraged. Keep moving forward. This is the Hoovit or Lose It podcast, hosted by Pastor Andy Hoover.